Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Mr. Probs. Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry. But it can also feel like... Ah! I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 36 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, sponsored by the Experience Conference. What's up, Big Tasty? (laughs) Not much, my man. Episode 36, sponsored by Experience Conference, and today we do have an experience for them. Oh, we do. And it is going to be an outstanding. It's going to be good. I think it's it's going to be really good. good. It's going to be good. Um, You know, sometimes I feel bad that people don't get to hear some of our conversation before we start recording. Yes, yeah, so we've been talking I, for 55 minutes before we hit record. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of get on, catch up, see what's going on. But I feel like there's some moments in there funny enough that like maybe even more golden than what happens during the recording. <laughs> and there's some good stuff in there, man. There's some good stuff in there. Um, and speaking of good stuff, experience conference. Is that good stuff or is it debate? It is. It is that and more. You guys... We're sharing about it. Join us. The artists, the speakers, they're all going to be great. Disney is a really cool place to have a worship conference. <laughs> but the heart behind this, okay, this is your this is your boy, okay? I've been doing this a really long time, and I've, I've been to almost all of them. And they're all great in their What's own. What's the worst one you've been to? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, they're, they're all great in their own way. Okay, yeah. I, I need to tell you, um, there's just something different about this one. And that's why I've been going for six years. That's why um, I we put the Worship Leader Probs name on this. Um, that's right. Y- you will leave differently. So just do it. Just do it. Okay? Right. No, copyright, no copyright infringement intended. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Trust us, just do it. Well, and if you come, you can be part of a live recording or as Brian likes to call it, a live taping. We can tape that bad boy. We're going we're gonna to actually tape this thing, uh, a live taping of a podcast episode right there at the Experience Conference. And so you're going to have me and you're going to have Brian and you're going to have Scott Longyear all together up front. And it's going to be a live session of sliding into the DMs, like ask us anything and we'll just sit and we're going to have a conversation with you guys. We're going to so, talk, talk uh, it out, man. To- yeah, you get to come meet us and hang out. We could, you know, maybe have a, a Google Hang in person. Exactly. And like you might you know? say, hey, I looked at the list. There's nothing for me. I'm a songwriter. Guess what, buddy? You missed it because there is a songwriting intensive on the front end of the podcast. I, or not of the podcast, I mean, of the conference. <laughs> Who, yeah, who's leading I mean, that? We got Meredith Andrews as a part of that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. David Leonard from All Sons and Daughters. Corey Voss. I mean, I and if you've just, if you've never been to Experience Conference, okay, the song uh, "Great Are You, Lord," yeah, all sons and daughters. We kind of joke; it's kind of the unofficial theme song of Experience Conference. It is. We and sing now it he's a lot. Be there. It's a it's an incredible song. We sing it a lot. And now this dude is here helping you learn how to write songs. Well, and then not even just that. So on day, I believe it's on day two of the songwriting intensive you get put with one of the coaches. So it's Meredith Andrews, David Leonard, Corey Voss, and more. You'll actually go with them and you will write a song together. Hey, And then you, you get to play that song for the whole group. I mean, come on. Come on, you guys. How else do we, 
how else do we try and try and sell this to? And did we tell you where it is? It's at Disney. It's at Disney World, you guys. Disney World. <laughs> it's Come a worship on. conference at Disney World. And you get us. And we're going to have t-shirts there. So if you want an merch. officially licensed Worship Leader Problems t-shirt, exactly. it's going to be the only place you can get them. We until... got merch. We got merch coming. That's right. We do. Good okay. times. Okay. So here's a quest, a questie for you, Uncle Jer. <laughs> what you got, dog? Do How are things going for you? Oh, you know, there's a bit of change coming into the old Van Valkenburg house mm, right do now. Do tell. Yeah. So I... um. I officially took a position as the production and small groups pastor for a church in Stewart, Florida. Uh, it's called Treasure Coast Community Church, but they go by TC3. Um, my wife and I, we'd been praying about feeling released from our assignment for probably two years. Um, and then, like I said, we, we've gone through a very tough season. And uh, a lot of that kind of got put by the wayside as we just felt like we needed to fight for our church. Uh, at the time, it felt like we were really supposed to be uh, planted there. And so, um, but about a year ago, the, those feelings of uh, unrest started to grow again. And so I had a conversation with the church out in Arizona, but then again, just with the season, it just felt like we were supposed to stay and, and keep fighting. And so this is really crazy. Five or six weeks ago, uh, we just really felt like we had crystal clear confirmation from the Lord that we were re- released. And so I put my resume on churchstaffing.com and uh, we had a couple of great conversations with some good churches uh, around the country. And, uh, but it was tough because um, while production is what I do in the church, like I'm also, I'm an ordained pastor, you know what I mean? So many of the positions I was going for were production manager jobs, mm-hmm. which is cool. I mm-hmm. can do it. I mm-hmm. love to do that, but I was really struggling with like, man, how do I how to do this on top of being able to be a pastor. And so like in my mind, I just kept saying to like the Lord, I just kept saying like, look, I know I may not carry the title of pastor in this new season, but I will always lead pastorally. Like that's my heart. That's how I'm wired. And so um, I was, I was beginning a conversation. We had real quickly with a, with a church in South Carolina, we had a phone interview and it was like this super cool thing. Like for my audio guys out there, I would have got to mix on a, a Digico SD5. Like it would just be, it would have been super cool, but I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. And so I, I just, I told my wife, I was like, I think I'm going to tell them I just can't enter into the process with them because uh, I just can't reconcile not being able to be a pastor. And this church in Stewart, Florida sends me a text message. Hey, we've got your, your resume sitting on our desk. We'd love to have a conversation. And I'm not going to lie. There's, there's not a lot of churches in this area doing production the way I felt like I was wanting to moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I told them this, this is nothing I haven't said. And so I, I thought, oh boy, I better figure out how I'm going to turn this church down because there's no way the Lord's calling me 45 minutes from where I live. Mm. And I jumped online on YouTube and I typed in TC3 and I TC3 live videos came up. And I'm pretty sure they would have had to have picked my jaw up off the floor. Like I didn't know that a church was doing worship in such a way in this area. And so I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's have a conversation. And so it just, it happened very fast. We had a phone interview on a Wednesday. The next day, my wife and I had uh, lunch with the worship pastor and his wife. And what was, when we began seeing what the Lord was doing was when the, the worship pastor was like, man, I just, 
they probably asked me more questions about my pastoral heart than they did about anything mm. I bring to the table with production. Mm. Like they're moving into a brand new thousand seat auditorium with high end tech gear, like all the stuff. They're like, man, we've checked your Instagram. You're good. Tell us about your heart. Like we want to learn more about that. And so, um, that happened on Thursday. Then on Saturday, we had a coffee with the senior pastor and his wife that then turned into lunch. And by the end of it, it had morphed from a production manager job into how do we use his gifts for production, but also allow him to use his heart as a pastor. Mm -hmm. And so um, we walked away from that meeting and uh, my wife looked at me and he was, she was just like, Jerry, I feel like if they would offer you to oversee production and allow you to lead small group ministry, I just really feel like that would just really hit your sweet spot. And I was like, man, I don't know. Let's just see what the Lord's doing. So about four days later, I got a call from the senior pastor and he goes, okay, we created a job description just for you. And I go, okay, cool. What do you got? He goes, we would love for you to oversee production and groups at our church. Unbelievable. <laughs> was Unbelievable. Like, it was, yeah. So it was just, it was insanity. And so the Lord has ordained it. So we're, we're going to a church uh, about 45 minutes south of where we live now. Um, we're going to try to move like halfway so my wife can keep her job. She's the academic dean of a, of a high school and middle school uh, that we have at our church campus. And she loves her job. And my wife hates change. Mm. So like while there's a ton of change going on, the Lord's like allowing her to stay at the school. That means so much to her. Um, so it's just been super crazy. So, cool. so, so cool. uh, th this podcast comes out on Tuesday. My last day at Pathway Church is on this coming Friday. And then uh, next weekend in the services, we'll get to go before our church body and they're going to have a big reception for us and get to love on people. So it's super weird. Um, I this Pathway is like the only church I've ever gone to. Um, wow. I've been going there for 28 years, been on staff for 10 and a half. So it's just like, it was weird. So this morning, uh, this is Sunday that we, we typically record this, this portion of the podcast. And so we went down and we went to all three of the services this morning and it was just, it was a, it was a surreal, but just amazing experience getting to meet our new family, you know? Wow. Well, congratulations. I'm Thanks, pumped. Man. I'm pumped for you. I'm also pumped for your new church family because, uh, they got a good one and I hope a bunch of them are listening and, um, I want you guys to know the heart, everything you see is straight up the real deal. Everything you hear on the podcast, that's who he is. And um, you're going to you're gonna be blessed. You're going to be encouraged and it, you're going to do some great things for the kingdom. So I'm excited for that. I, I also want to say, like, if you're a person and you're seeking, maybe you're seeking the Lord about you, you're feeling uh, that wrestling you know, maybe God is preparing you for a move or, you know, we're going to, one of the DMs, uh, it's, you got just the two of us this episode. So one of the DMs we're going to talk about is how to walk through that. You know, Jeremy's still kind of walking through it, uh, kind yeah. of on the back half, but uh, he's going to give you some insight as to counsel he's sought and what his prayers have been like as walking through the season. So if you're a person who's maybe in a, in a season of, of, of challenge or you're feeling like you may be released, uh, seeking the heart of the Lord for your next chapter, man, we're going to talk about that today. So yeah, good. Yeah, it's going to be good. And okay, can I just be super carnal for just a moment? Absolutely. So again, I've loved Pathway Church. I loved being there, but like I'm only allowed to mix at 90 decibels. Mm -hmm. Like I now get to go 
never mix to a decibel meter ever again. <laughs> mm, nice, nice. So I get to a huge learning curve. Uh, so for our, for my peeps out there, I, I got to get to mix on a Midas Pro X now with a wave server. So that's going to be super fun. And the Just church like likes it. Gingy bumping. thou art loosed. <laughs> that's what it's going to be like, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so thanks we put to a the poll. Instagram followers so, yeah, we, out there. We put a poll up. Okay, Jeremy, he liked his nickname, Uncle Jer. I I, did. I kind of despise my nickname, Big Tasty, but it's out there, so I'm I'm embracing it. So I said, we need a name with big in your title, like I'm Big Tasty. And so I said, how about Big Gingy? It's kind of a, a slang for ginger because, you know, he's big. Yeah. He's got red hair. He's got the big red beard. Um, so we put a, and it was, dude, it was like three to one big, it was pretty big gingy. There was like thousands of votes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's craziness. <laughs> hey, so. you know what it's time for? I think we need to hit them with a little bit of something. I want to love you. PYT pretty young thing. <laughs> so. I didn't really grow up in the Michael Jackson age. Like, I guess that like, like mm. what would it, Michael Jackson, when I would like, remember would be like, uh, Oh gosh, what was that? Uh, it was a big music video. It came on like primetime TV. Remember? And he like broke all the cars. Oh yeah. 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 I do remember that. It was super weird. I forget the name of it, but that was like Michael Jackson. So I did lights for a Michael Jackson cover band. So I had to go through and I wanted to listen to his, dude, Oh, Mikey's got some songs out he there. He does. He does. He's got some, some, that's like a soundtrack of my growing up years, man. That, oh, I'm sure it good, was. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw the moonwalk. Oh, were it you was on shocked? the MTV music awards. I think is what the, that show was yeah. called. And yeah. he was doing, uh, was it Billy Jean or beat it? One no, of those. Uh, oh, it might not. Nah, it wasn't Billy oh, Jean. Man. You, it, maybe it was beat it. It probably was beat it. You can, no, you I don't can, feel like it's beat it. You he wears beat, a white jacket in the song. It it was, it was unbelievable. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Nice. You hit him. You, you, you put the set the bar high for this episode. I man. try to, I try to. So, all right, well, let's jump into our first section of the podcast that we like to call our MVPs. So one of the high values for Brian and I here at the Worship Leader Props Podcast is we want to let you guys know how much we appreciate each and every one of you that are out there week after week in the trenches, loving on people, growing the kingdom. Uh, some of you are working full-time jobs, 50, 60 hours a week and still being at your church and leading. Some of you are, are doing this full-time. And so we're just so thankful for you guys. And so what we do with our MVPs is we have you guys submit to us, staff members, volunteers that you would want us to recognize here on the podcast. And so um, you'll see, we'll post them on our Instagram at some point. And uh, at some point, we're hoping to maybe even grab a sponsor uh, and try to get you guys a little little something something for mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. being nominated to the MVPs on the Worship Leader podcast. And so, Mr. Probs, who are we recognizing this week? We have two great ones, and you know we've we've uh, we're back to the names that I may they may they may not just roll off the tongue. So give me a little grace, and I'll I'll do the I'm best so I can. Excited. Okay, okay. So the first one is Ellen Beery. Uh, Ellen serves at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Highland, California. She was nominated by Valerie Simo. Uh, so Ellen has been at Emmanuel uh, as her church home for 38 years, 15 of which serving as the director of choral worship. 
Uh, she, she accepted Christ as her savior at age six, played piano and organ for Sunday school from age 10 through high school. Uh, she now coordinates music, uh, musical and drama productions, recruits volunteers, uh, supports and sings in the worship teams and choir uh, when she is not directing. Uh, she's developed the Emmanuel School of Worship Arts, which provides quality Whoa. instruction for students to skillfully use their God-given talents. Ellen is always kind, smiling, and checking on everyone else's heart. Uh, she listens and prays for you on the spot. She is a joy and inspiration. Where do I get one of those? Ellen Beery, we salute you. Salute you. Now, can you just go to Costco and just <laughs> type in <laughs> You'd have to get like volunteers. 27 of them, which would be great. I could definitely, yeah. I could put them all in play right now. Let's go. That's awesome. Okay, number two. Number two is <laughs> Joseph Rooks. And the name and he was he, he was nominated by. Yeah, he was not he well, he serves at Pathway Church at the airport campus. Not your Pathway Church, but not my a, Pathway different, Church. a different Pathway Church. And yep. he was nominated by Chidia Ohiagu. <clears throat> okay. But what was that one more time? <laughs> Chidia is the first name. C H I D I Y A, and I could be butchering it. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I'm so sorry if I if I did. Okay, so here did we go. Did you say chitty chitty bang bang? <laughs> uh, so Joseph uh, came on board early 2018 as a singer at our newly opened campus. At that time, uh, during a conversation, it came out uh, that he played piano growing up at his former church. He was kind of shy about playing in public again, especially after having not played for a long time. But you fast forward to now, 16 months later, and he plays regularly on Sundays at special services, youth services, you name it. Uh, he has thrown himself into honing his craft, watching YouTube videos and seeking out training as well. He's quickly become an asset to our team and a great friend as well. He's also a deeply spiritual guy and loves the presence of the Lord. We love Joseph. So, Joseph and Ellen... We salute you. Oh, wow. Well, if you'd like us to recognize your MVP on the Worship Leader Probs podcast, it's so easy. Just go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the MVP tab, and we have just a simple little form that you can use to fill it out. And we will compile those, and we'll just, I don't know, draw straws. I don't know. We'll just pick out a couple exactly. of them, exactly. and uh, we will uh, read those here. And so thanks again for uh, being part of the podcast and sending in your MVPs. Well... Let's get ready for the next portion of our podcast that we like to call Prayer Concerns. So every week, this is our fan favorite, I think, segment of the podcast. It's my favorite. Um, it, it's always the best. And so uh, what we do is you guys send us the, the complaints, the things that people write down on your connection cards that are underneath the prayer concerns section, um, you know, because we're all trying to be good, loving Christians. And we want to know what's going on exactly. in our congregants' life. And so we just ask, hey, how can we pray for you? But many times people like to let us know it's too loud. The lights are too bright. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And so, uh, Mr. Probs, what do we have? But actually, you know what? Yeah. Can I throw a, a tiny wrench in? Absolutely. Somebody actually just sent me one. And I think it's pretty funny. I've had it, man. Kick us off. Okay. You ready? Do it. It says, and this is, this is filled in online. It says, I pray that you will fix this video online service so that we can watch the sermon live. It continuously cuts out on the pastor and there's nothing when I try to watch it. 
It's really nice that people in Asia can see it better than we can, but please serve us first. <laughs> Come on, fam. Dang. Okay. Yeah. So what do you got? Got a lot of that. Got a lot of that stuff. So do oh, you? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So number one, prayer concern. Oh, actually, number two, prayer concern number two. Oh, it would be number two. <laughs> I work in student ministry and one of our vocalists was just crushing it one day and a parent came up to me and said, you know, he's so good. He should be singing in the main service. He's way too good to be over here with you. <laughs> oh, that's just some doting parent. Out oh, there. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, number three. A guy in the congregation gave a thumbs down to our electric guitarist while he was playing <laughs> mid-service. <laughs> Thumbs down. <laughs> can you just imagine looking out and seeing a thumbs down? I think I would just do like here's the deal. A big we can all imagine in the middle of it, right? Oh we yeah, we can all imagine it. Yeah, oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Oh my lord, mid service. <laughs> like, uh, what is the meme from Gladiator? Oh where yeah, the king like he puts his thumb out and he just down. <laughs> See, oh that's right Lord. there. Like, you play that solo, and I would see that, and they would just go straight into a big Ben pinch harmonic. Like, <laughs> wow! <laughs> and then I would just give them, like, the wink. Yeah, your traffic. Give yep. him your, your mean traffic guy. My, 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 my thumbs up when <laughs> yeah, I'm in traffic. Exactly. <laughs> all right, number four. You have to keep the levels all the same. It's called a mix. <laughs> These are real. All the same. These are real. Number five, we had a member of our congregation leave the church because members of our worship team regularly regularly wear red plaid. They said that obviously means we worship Satan and are a part of a cult. Okay. Do you notice how many times the color red There's a comes problem. up as a trigger for something? It is. And look, and black, for some reason, black curtains on your stage means that you worship. It's all about worshiping the devil some in some way. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. But red shoes. Now we're like, the red keeps coming up. It does. That's weird. It does. Yeah. I'm not going to say it on the air, but somebody made a comment <laughs> as to what they thought the red shoes meant back in the day. I don't, I cannot validate that. I've, I don't know that that's what it means, but just look back through our feed and you'll see it. And you might be as oh, shocked okay. as I was. Okay. <laughs> Number six. This isn't a crazy comment, but our sound man, our sound man fell asleep at the soundboard today. First time <laughs> I've experienced that in my life. <laughs> Confession. Yeah. I have fallen asleep in the booth. Have you? <laughs> yes. Oh man. Oh man. I, I, but it be, I, it'd be sad if I fell asleep at the keys. It, yeah, well, you can get away with it in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> and you always think, because here's the thing about the booth when you're up there all the time, you start to believe that what happens in the booth, people can't hear or see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they don't always use the inside voice. Yeah. Like, how many times do you do something in your car? Like, you know, maybe pick a little boogie or something like oh, that. Gosh. And you think, Oh, nobody can see me, but yet you're sitting in a dang aquarium. Everyone can see you. <laughs> hey, do you know how to you know make, a, make a Kleenex dance? Put a little boogie in Put it. Put a little boogie in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's. A, I think sometimes you think, oh, I'm in the booth. I'm safe. Oh, yeah. But literally, everybody nope. can hear everything. They hear your conversations, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. 
But my, my excuse now would be, I just had a sleep study because when I was in the hospital, I had surgery. I apparently stopped breathing. <laughs> so maybe I've got sleep apnea and that's why I was falling asleep. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Well, you got you have a legit excuse. Did, did they maybe. give you a note? You could just take, yeah. tape that note to the front of the booth. So if somebody comes back and you're sleeping. Yeah. It's a he's med- not it's boring. A medical, it's a medical condition. Yeah. He's not boring. I have sleep apnea. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Number seven. Number seven. My mom was the music ministry secretary, and I was the drummer for the worship team. One day, she brought home one of the comic cards, and it said, Can someone please tell the drummer he needs a shave and a haircut? <laughs> Long hair and beards do not put a good image out for visitors. Thanks, and have a blessed day. <laughs> That's my, my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. Thanks and have a blessed day. Your son looks homeless. Thanks and have a blessed day. Dude, it's like it's like left hook, left hook, jab, big sweet hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, fam. Come on. All right, number eight. Okay, hold on. Quick Sorry, story. Go ahead. Yep. So this morning, uh, we went and experienced this new church that mm-hmm. I'm gonna be going to. And so we're in the big production meeting. And um, there's there's probably 25 volunteers in this room all together, kind of going through the planning center stuff. And um, some they, they introduced my wife and I, and he goes, you know, Jeremy's got a cool little side hustle. He's part of worship leader probs. And like everyone in the room, like turned and looked at me like, are you kidding me? And then somebody goes, come on, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm home. I'm That's in the incredible. right place. That's incredible. Yeah. That's cool, So man. you're kind of a celebrity, BT. I'm not. I'm a doink. No, you're a celebrity. It's fun. Number eight. Do you baptize dogs? Have you ever had to field that question with somebody like as a pastor? Or like, I have not. No. Will my animals go to heaven? No, I haven't. Have you? Oh my! Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Do you baptize dogs? You baptize dogs. Hey, I'd like right to get the worship leader props pooch in that in on that if we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't at me. Kidding. It's right next to the smoking section. Exactly. 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 Okay, number nine. Uh, Number this nine. is the last one and the bottom of the pudding cup. Sad days. Do we get Fox on any of the TVs at church? <laughs> the Women's World Cup final is at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and I have some volunteers <laughs> who have requested it be available. <laughs> I couldn't even make it through. <laughs> I love it because that's culturally relevant. Right. Let's go. Ha- today, right? Congra- that happened today. Congrats, ladies. We won. We won, right? We did. Congrats, ladies. Let's go. Yeah, but then I saw they somebody posted the video like on ESPN or something like that, and it was like NSFW. So I'm like, stay classy, America. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, yeah. So you know, hey. So thank thanks for hey. sending these in, and and we haven't talked about this yet. I don't think on this episode. I sometimes get lost in the laughter, which is that should be like the subheading for every one of these. <laughs> get lost in the laughter. Um, have you subscribed? Yeah, I have. I mean, oh wait, no, is you that not the for listeners? Me? That for- That's kind of oh, what is the word for that? You plural? <laughs> what? The nation? <laughs> yeah, you, the nation. Have you subscribed? Yeah, you. Plural. And have you left us 
a glowing five-star review. Yep. So right now, I'm going to If you up. can't if you if it's not going to be glowing, don't leave it. Exactly. Like I'm going to I'm going to pull up the old uh the old iTunes here. I'm an iTunes guy. Don't don't be offended by that. Yeah, we're getting some reviews. Why would somebody be offended by iTunes? Well, because people who are not Apple are they're probably kind they're of probably militant Democrats. about not being Apple. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're probably silly Democrats though. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Wait, it, was that offensive? Probably. Oh, come on. <laughs> so we have we have we've gotten a lot of reviews. Do we? Yeah. Keep them coming, man. Keep them Are you coming. telling us how many, or are you just literally stalling while you try to open it on your computer? 227. That's not bad. That's pretty good. I mean, there are there are accounts, you know, we're not going to mention any names, but there are Christian accounts that happen to have podcasts that maybe are related to worship that have way more followers than we do. Yeah. And they, but they don't have, and they have way more episodes than we do, but not maybe as many reviews. And so, that's hey, good. That's, that speaks to you guys. And this is all about you. So make sure you subscribe. Leave us a glowing five-star review. Anything else? Would be uncivilized. And we promise that no less than 10% of our, um, of our self-image comes from those reviews. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm, an, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a platform guy. I'm, I'm very insecure. Are you? Oh, Would you consider uh, yourself insecure? Um, you know, early on, I was ter- terribly insecure. I probably have... I, there are moments. I have my moments, sure. I just like everybody. I have my moments, but a lot of them have gotten, you know, channeled into this. So yeah, i I have a tendency to be to fake secure mm. so that people can't actually see my insecurity. So like, mm. I'm a larger man and things. So like, I'll just wear obnoxious t-shirts and I grow a big beard because I think if you people would see that crazy, oh, he must be just super, you know comfortable with who he is mm. that they won't actually look and go oh actually he's not mm. Mm. it's sad well i think you're amazing i think you're amazing i think you're amazing see the worship leader props podcast bringing out vulnerability in everyone what was that uh, that old snl you're you're smart know. enough you're oh, bright enough you're, and, you're good enough people the people like you exactly yeah Stuart smalley yeah. oh really yeah you I, I are you are you a bit of an SNL like um, connoisseur? I was because um, this is just my opinion. I think it used to be funnier than it is now, um, and like so many of those kinds of shows have gotten super political, and it, yeah. it just it there. I get enough of that, you know, scrolling through Facebook. I don't need to see it and hear it on my on the shows that are supposed to be like a a moment when I can check out, and that's what SNL was, especially. You know, growing up, I mean, that was when I was, so I'm older than probably many of you, uh, you know, SNL, Letterman. I mean, those were like, when I was in high school, we all, before the first bell, man, we would gather in the hallway and talk about Letterman the night before. And, uh, you know, SNL was the, was the same, same way. So. Gotcha. That's cool. It's yeah, part of my life. Well, yeah, it is part of your life and therefore I love it. <laughs> And I love to hear it. All right, my man, let's get into our final portion of the podcast that we like to call sliding into the DMs. 
So we told you guys this a million times, but a, a lot of times we get a lot of DM questions of people asking uh, us about certain things that are happening in worship ministry, tech ministry, and it's everything from, um, hey, what projector should I get all the way to, hey, there's a really serious situation happening on my worship team that I don't know how to deal with. Can you help me? You know, and so um, we try as best we can to stay on top of all those those questions that we get. Um, so that's why we do every so often about what once a quarter or so we'll take questions on the Instagram account. Um, we try to even get back in the DMs, but sometimes we just don't have enough time and space to be able to fill out and give those things that the kind of attention they need. So we like to come on here on the podcast where we can have a little bit more space to talk through some of these questions. And so, Mr. Brian Tabor. What are we talking about today? Well, we've got two of them, and uh, one of them we told you about earlier. Let's do the other one first. How about that? Okay. Um, yep. And the first one is, uh, the, uh, the the question was, what's your view on having students or like uh, teenagers involved in your ministry? Um, you know, I don't know that I have a view on it other than bring it on. Yeah. Do you guys embrace that at we MPCC? Do. Yeah, absolutely. We do. Um they have their own, uh, you know, worship pastor at our church and their own production teams and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I, I'm really excited about that because I think it, it's going to be uh, like something that will train and develop them and get them in the habit of being a part of something like that. And hopefully when they graduate, they move, you know, right on uh, over to us. Feeder but, system. Yeah, feeder system. But for those who want to be involved now, bring it on, man. We'd love to have them. Um, I, I think that is a, a wonderful representation of the, the body um, of Christ. I think uh, I'm really excited because uh, we, we do a couple of team night, like uh, team building events uh, throughout the year. And uh, in August, we're going to have our first one with our student worship and production uh, volunteers. We're all going to be together. Oh, cool. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. So I, yeah, you know, I, I think sometimes... Uh, This is maybe not the easiest thing to get the ball rolling on. Yeah. Uh, you know, teenagers are concerned about a whole lot of stuff, uh, a whole lot of things. And so if you can get their attention and um, show, you know, show them that it's fun. First of all, it's fun to be a part of this. Um, you know, they're going to get to worship god they're going to get to make some great music and they're going to develop some skills uh, along while they're serving with the with the adults or serving in their uh, their teen ministry as well um man i i just think it's awesome i think it's great to see uh, a, a variety of ages all serving together so i think it's awesome oh, yeah. i think you should do as much oh, of yeah. it as you can yeah we've we've tried to really embrace that at pathway um I don't know, maybe two years ago, our worship pastor said he was up there and he was singing one day and he went to turn around to have a little interaction with the band and that, that first song. And he said, I looked around and I thought to myself, the median age of our worship team is probably 48 right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And so that really hit him hard. So he really began going in and trying to develop relationship with the youth ministry and, uh, made a concerted effort to start praying that the Lord would would raise up some of our youth ministry to be a part. And, uh, and so then he started taking people under his wing and giving voice lessons or doing this and working with instrumentalists. And uh, yeah, so we've, we've made a really big effort of that. And then me in production, 
I, I think there's tons of value in that. I mean, many of those guys can run computers better than I can at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. so like training them up and finding a place where they can come serve and have fun and be a part of those things. Man, I am so for it. Um, I think there's a high calling for us to, to train those kids. And I think um, the, the statistics show those kids that like who are really like involved in younger ages have a tendency to stay in church even longer. You know what I'm saying? And so living in a such a post-Christian world that we live in now, like to give every opportunity for people to see what it looks like to serve at a young age and see the impact that makes and give them a chance to be excited about continuing that on into their adult life, I think is incredible. Um, the church that I'm heading down to, TC3, um, they're really investing in the youth. Like at this point right now, their youth ministry is on ears and playing with Ableton tracks. That's awesome. I mean, they're just, they've got a worship leader that works with the, with the, the youth ministry, got their own little production team. And um, I mean, so those guys are already getting more and more prepared. This went to our first service. They, they got this get kid. He just turned 18 years old and was like one of the biggest beast drummers I've wow. ever seen. Like, awesome. I know guys that have been playing drums for 20 years that would die to play as good as this kid. Wow. And, it's because he's been doing it for so long and he's able to just transition right in and be a part of, of the culture on the big stage and, did you and stuff hear like the that. Big so. news, did you hear the big news about him? No. Moving to Indiana. No, he's not. <laughs> Shoot. No, he's not. I wish he would. He just came from Tennessee oh. and is now down here. So It's too bad. Too bad for me. Yeah, I, love, I, know. I love to see experiences that involve younger folks. Yes. Okay, this is a slight detour. Okay. Um, okay, so we are big fans of our guy, Chris McClarney, he's right? A, he's, he's a good fan of the podcast. He, he is, good he's friend. a good friend, and you know his music is just unbelievable. We do a lot of it at our church. So if you don't follow him on Instagram, you need to go do it. See McClarney, okay? His wife has started this ministry called oh, the, yeah. the Laundry Stop. It is, so cool. it is a mobile laundry facility that is supposed to help people in need so they can drive it around Nashville and allow people to do their laundry who don't have access to those kinds of things. And so they they were uh, kind of parked next to this Shower Up Nashville today, which is a mobile uh, shower and like personal service thing for homeless people, people who don't have access to those kinds of services. And so if you, if you look at Chris's Instagram, you see him and his entire family out there. And he's like, man, it's only so cool that we're able to worship him uh, at church. And then we worship him by meeting the needs of people on the street. Just another example of involving younger folks in yeah. service. So and good. I think that's, I think that's incredible. Totes and goats. Totes. Got to be starting something. Got to be starting something. I, that just basically sings that over and over, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but you can't help when that beat comes on, you just kind of start grooving. Those beats. Those are fat beats. Fat beats. PH. Are the kids <laughs> still doing that? I don't think so. Hold on. I, I have a millennial in my. Do people still say fat beats, Carson? No, he says no. What do they say? What would they say? That beat is lit? No. Talk to me about uh, that's the T, sis. 
What? That there's a phrase. There, there's an, a phrase. That's the T, sis. Ask him what that means. Do you know what that's the T, sis, means? No. I would tell you to go to Urban Dictionary, but I don't know if you're old enough to go to the Urban Dictionary. Or you think I'm too old is what you're saying. <laughs> All right, well, that, you know, I'm... I, uh, well, I'll, I'm I'll be honest. I asked, I'm like, what are you doing? Because he's sitting... Like, when you pull... When you pull back the curtain of the old Worship Leader Props podcast, yeah, it's very sophisticated. I literally, it's I'm sitting in my living room in an undershirt, basketball shorts. My buddy Carson's sitting here with me, and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm watching a the- theological exegesis of should we be singing Reckless Love?" Oh my gosh! Okay, let's see. Let me see. Okay, so what's the T? Uh, T is slang for gossip. Oh, okay. So, like, I'm not really it, sure it, how you would which you shouldn't to. be doing because I think the Bible is yeah, very right. clear about gossiping, but that's what it means. That's the thesis. So, Can I, I'm going to ask you that a, next week. This is a full Welcome service. to episode 37 of the Worship Leader Prospect. What's the T, sis? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have derailed. I derailed this. And we I have. Apologize. Okay, this is the, right. last, the last DM, right? That's where we're at. Is that right? What? The Who? last DM question. The last DM question is yeah. about sensing transition. Yeah. And so as somebody who is transitioning, Jeremy has I would, gra- I would, graciously I would say agreed to transitioned. go first. <laughs> transition. Jeremy has graciously agreed to go first again this week, which is... <laughs> what? How do that? I always graciously agree to go first, yet we've never had that conversation. It's the kind of guy you are, Jer. Yeah. Jen. Well, well, I'll be honest. Um <laughs> Brian has been huge in this transition because um, being a little more seasoned, uh, God has moved him you three times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he was just a huge resource, him and Scott Longyear, um, on how to make this this kind of a transition. And so it started for me a little over two years ago. Um, I had an unrestlessness that I just couldn't explain. And so um, I had I had some a little bit of differences a little bit with our senior pastor like philosophically on like how church is supposed to be run and so like I was already kind of dealing with like I believe highly in constituted authority in scripture and so like as an associate pastor it's not my job to cast a vision for the church that's the senior pastor's job so I have two choices I need to allow the Lord to submit my heart to the philosophy or I need to move on and go on to a place where. Um, my heart can more align with what the vision was. Um, and so we began praying because um, I didn't know what else to do because sometimes you can be unrestless because maybe you're just unhappy or um, you know what I mean? Like there's many different reasons why, or you may think just like the grass is greener on the other side. Like, mm. you know, for, for so many years I thought, man, if you could just get into a mega church, it would just be easier. And then I hear Brian who's in a mega church and it's not easier. It actually might be harder being there. But you know, when you see the Instagram posts and you see the lights and this, that, and the other, you think, Oh, they've got it so good. Well, it's, it's all hard. You know what I mean? It's all hard. So like, so I just began praying, God, what are you doing? And, uh, I told my wife that I was feeling that way. And so she joined me in prayer. And, um, and so we just, we just kept praying and we kept praying and we kept praying. And, um, well, you know, our confirmation came, there was just, uh, there was a moment that we just knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Lord had released us. And you never know what that's going to look like for you. Um, maybe it's uh, some somebody comes up to you and shares 
something and you're just like, yeah, you know, that's right, Lord. I just really feel that that release is there. Um, you may be just told that maybe the church comes to you and is like, hey, we just feel like we need to go into a different direction. That could be how God um, confirms that it's time for you to move on. And so um, once it was time and we re- my, my wife and I, we just both knew 100% in our spirit that we had been fully released from Pathway and it was time to start looking. Um, again, we just began praying and we kept seeking the Lord. And so I, I began reading a book by John MacArthur. I think it's called Understanding God's Will. And um, he goes through five different ways that you can know that you're figuring out what God wants for you. And so I, I had a couple of opportunities on the table and just trying to figure out, God, which one are you in and what does this look like? And so um, some of those areas that as you're beginning to um, search through and maybe maybe you have found that release and now you're trying to see what God's doing next. So like when those decisions came up, um, the first thing is, you know, like, does this new position, is there anything you're seeing there that would um, go against what the Council of Scripture says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, I go to the go to the website, start reading through, you know, their their statement of faith. Ask lots of good questions about what do they believe doctrinally. A lot of our churches now they've got their messages online. Like, watch all of those different things, mm-hmm. and so you know, make sure that the place you're going is is trying to follow what Scripture teaches. Number two, um, as you're trying to discern God's will in the middle of this transition, is you need to do a big time self evaluation of like, is there any sin in your life that is going to prevent you from hearing from the Lord? Because like, if you're lying, cheating, looking at porn, uh, you know, any of the sins that you see in scripture, like if those things are occurring in your life, it's going to be really hard for you to clearly see what God's will is for you. So you need to repent of those things and get yourself right with the Lord. So you can kind of be able to understand more and more what his will is for you. Um, another consideration is what, whatever this thing is going to do, does it allow you to go share the gospel? Because why would you want to move somewhere where they may tell you, oh, well, don't share the Lord or don't do it this way or, or things like that. And then all, all of it really just comes out of your relationship with Jesus Christ. And so for me, um, two years ago, it started as just this unrestless feeling we kept praying, we kept praying, we kept praying, we kept praying. And, uh, there was a cool moment for me. I don't, I don't journal a ton. I, I wish I would do it more, but I was doing my soap journaling that we've talked about here on the, on the podcast because a friend had called me. and was like, Hey, we're looking for an audio director. Um, you know, it, you, you get to mix it in the, in the main services and then you oversee audio at 11 campuses. Like it would just be really cool. You know, you get to put in a new PA next year. And it was like, he's one of my closest friends. And I was just like, man, I just really want to do this thing. Like, and so um, I came home and I just told my wife, like, I got to get clarity. So I just literally, I sat on my couch with my journal, my Bible, and I read 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 and I read. And so it was probably about almost one in the morning and a particular passage of scripture just jumped out at me. And so I just journaled that, that scripture out and I just kept hearing the Lord say, wait, 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 your miracle's coming. Wait. And so what would have seemed like just this amazing opportunity I said no to hmm. because I heard the Lord clearly just telling me to wait. I shared it with my wife the next day and she goes, I would have went, but I want you to know, like it may have checked all your boxes, but that didn't check any of my boxes, hmm. you know? Hmm. And so we, again, we just kept waiting and waiting on the Lord. And uh, when the TC3 thing came up, I started taking it through the checklist. Like, all right, as we're praying through this, is there sin in my life? Um, does this place allow me to go share the gospel? Do they line up with scripture? You know, and there's these, these different ways to do it. And so 
um, just overwhelmingly, we just kept going through it. And sometimes for me, the way it's, it's been is like, I'm going to keep walking through open doors and pray that God will just clearly close them. Um, you know, cause sometimes that's the easier prayer. Like, all right, God, I'm going to walk through this door. And if not, like, let the door be so shut that the entire world would see, yeah, you weren't supposed to walk through that. So, so that's kind of what we did. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's been more time praying than about anything else. Like, God, what are you doing? Because you got to discern, is there just something that's got you unhappy in your position? Or is God literally releasing you to move you to your next assignment? Because you don't want to ever leave upset or because somebody wronged you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you want to leave yep. because God's called you. Exactly. Because yep. what it all comes down to is calling. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you can go get a job all day. But I guarantee if you just went somewhere because it was a good job, you're going to be super unhappy. But if you go somewhere where you're called, the moments where it's hard, the moments where it's tough are going to be so bearable because you're going to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God called you to be there for a specific reason. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so like, um, it take the time. It, it could take years for you. And, and there's another part of it too that sometimes you may feel that you're released but that doesn't mean you're released in the moment. Um, I remember our worship pastor, Randy, he tells the story of feeling released 18 months before he started talking to Pathway Church over 10 and a half years ago. And they went to leadership. They said, hey, we think we're released, but we don't know what that means. And the leadership was cool. It was like, well, let's pray through this with you. It may take time for God to um, bring you what your next assignment is. But you know what? Um, in those moments, seek after his heart. Um, and as you continue to go in your relationship, like when that moment comes, you'll just know beyond a shadow of a doubt, like that's where he's calling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, very little to even add to that. That's really great counsel. I, I would say, you know, you got to be walking with people, um, whether you're in transition or not there, you need to have people who have access to your life, people who have yeah. access to your phone, people have, who have, who are are who who you have given the permission they're safe people people who know you and know your heart people that you know who can ask you tough questions um people who can check your motives you know Jeremy and I and Scott Longyear we do a lot of that for each other um yeah. but you you've got to have people uh who have access to your life and that that can walk with you through this that can pray with you that can counsel you you know um, prayer, God's word, godly counsel. It's almost like, remember Kim Walker Smith saying, young people are always coming to me asking me, how do I become a better worship leader? And she says, have a healthy relationship with Jesus. And no one listens to her. <laughs> and this is, it's not, uh, while these can be very uh, complex situations to walk through, you know, friends, the, the answer to so many of our questions is, is, Jesus relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, knowing that and walking through that, um, you know, some people like you talk, talked about Randy, some people are in a, uh, a situation where they can have that open conversation, uh, with yeah. their pastor. Many people are not, you know, one of the things that long year always says at experience is for most of us, if you're on staff at a church, you don't have a pastor, you have a boss. Yeah. And it, they might oh, yeah. be a, a super, hopefully they're like a super godly, God honoring, a wonderful person to walk with. But 
you know, there are lots of, lots of different kinds of situations out there. So you need, you need people that you can walk with and, and look, man, um, sometimes God wants to change your location. Sometimes he wants to change you in your location. And so, uh, you know, just be open to what he wants to do with you. I love what Jeremy said about try to never, if you can avoid it, don't be, don't be focused on leaving someplace. I got to get out of here because you know what? Total moment of candor. We all have those moments in ministry, but, but be focused on where God is leading you. Yep. That's the most important thing. I I said, I wasn't going to add anything and I did. Sorry. Yeah. Your your answers were amazing. You had some mic drop moments in there. Did I? You did. I thought so. I'm still kind of focused on the fact that I asked what that's the thesis. I asked, what's that? What does that mean? That's kind of what's the thesis. Yeah. Uh, One last thing that I'm here's where I'm at now. So uh, it wasn't. People were beginning to find out already that I am transitioning out. And so uh, the plan was I would be at TC3 this weekend and then next weekend they'd make the announcement to the church. They'd bring my wife and I on stage. They would honor us for our service and there'd be receptions and stuff like that. And so one of the elders called me and was just like, hey, we're afraid it's already getting out and people, you know, they want us to be transparent. Would you be willing to shoot a video and just, you know, tell them what's going on? And at first I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like 28 years of service at this church. Like I've been, I've been on a worship team since I was in seventh grade, you know, playing trumpet up there. And you want me to do it by video. But at that point I got a little frustrated first. And I thought, you know what? I think God would want me to leave well here. And this is the leadership team that God wants to, to have in place. And if this is what they discern is the best for the church, I'm going to do it. You know, because you want to leave well. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You want to be able to, you want to look back and honor God in all that you did. Absolutely. So that's what, that's what I'm walking through now. Like exactly, Lord, what does it look like? I, you know, so this is my last week. I'm done on Friday. I know as the week goes on, I become more and more of a lame duck leader. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? At, at Pathway Church. Um, and But what does it look like for me to finish this week out and the Lord to go, well done? Mm, absolutely. Because I think how you leave, the Lord will be watching that as part of how you enter into your next thing. It, and you know what? Anybody can come, anybody can arrive in a good yeah. way. I mean, you're the bell of the ball. You're the, you're the new guy. You know what I mean? But how you leave says a lot more about you probably than how you arrive. I would agree with that. I would agree. That's the T sis. It's probably not the correct uh, application, but. I think that works. That's I just the felt like using that's the T sis. Yeah. Such an idiot. That was good. Jen Smale. Oh, Jen. Oh, she's going to meme the crap out of you, dude. (laughs) Well, what another great episode. Dude, we're so excited. Next week on the Worship Leader Probs podcast, we're going to have Thrive Worship. Come on. Come on. And I keep telling you guys, if you haven't listened to their album yet, you need to go check it out. It's so good. And they're going to be at the Experience Conference night one. Boom. And mixed by a good friend of the podcast, Mr. Lee Fields. Lee himself. Fields. Does it get any cooler than Lee Fields? Okay, can I tell you like a funny moment? Tell me. So uh, Lee and I were texting about getting uh, Thrive on. And so I don't. I can't explain this. I don't ever get starstruck. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lord's, uh, for whatever reason, I've met a lot of interesting people. 
And I just like their people. It doesn't ever but the only person I've ever been starstruck by is Lee Stinking Fields, who's the audio engineer for Lincoln Brewster. Like, you know what I mean? Like in the grand scheme of some of the people I've had the opportunity to meet, but so that we were having a text exchange between him and I, and then we brought in the 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 scheduling agent for Thrive. And he announced, hey, this is my friend, Jeremy. And I was like, maybe this is the best day of my life. <laughs> hey, I'd like to get in on some of those texts with Lee Fields. Well, you know, you want to get in with, with Sandy Patty. I want to get in with Lee Fields. Hey, you make Sandy happen. I make Lee happen. Come, we're making deals now. Yeah. Live that's on the, the air. That's the well, thesis. Hey, thank you so much for listening to episode 36 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Um, if you haven't yet, please go like and subscribe. Um, if you haven't yet, go follow the Instagram. If you haven't yet, follow us on Facebook. <laughs> Good luck on Twitter. Um, and, and then also go buy your ticket for the Experience Conference. Like, we want to see you. Join we us. We want to hang out with you. We want to go drink a chocolate shake by the pool with you guys. Hey, imagine if we saw one of our followers sitting there just sipping a cup of tea. You know what I'm going to say? Just What's the tea? <laughs> that's, that's the tea, sis. <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> Yes. I love it. It all comes full circle. Full circle. All right. Well, hey, thanks again for listening to episode 36 of the Worship Leader Problems podcast. And until next time, see ya. Deuces.